quite a little bit relieved. It's been a quieter week and I thought a policewoman had just walked past, but it was a woman with a hat with a sort of uh, band of grey animal fur skin around it. It looks very strange actually. Um, there's a man walking with a t-shirt. Who would know that it was the 20th of December? Anyway, welcome to episode 84 of Mr. Bert Pods. Yes, what you didn't hear just then was me and another oh, no, person going past. It's all going. You see that person's got about 55 layers and a massive coat on and a hat and a scarf. It's weird, isn't it? How extreme the English are. Is it the English? I don't know. About uh, clothing in any weather, really, because you can still see people walking around in jumpers in sweltering hot summer days. And oh, it's all going walking back and forward. Uh, I think some of the schools are broken up, so it might be a bit quieter today. The builders have decided to um, stop again, it seems. <laughs> uh, I don't know, I'm laughing. It's actually got really annoying now. Um, they've whacked a roof on, which I think I mentioned last week, and then it just seems to have stopped. So presumably the roof is now on there to protect against the winter weather. Uh, and they've given up. So that's all very strange. Um, annoyingly, had somebody knocking on the door earlier on uh saying well he had a thing around his neck saying money saver or was it money expert anyway it wasn't it was yeah money saver and then bt like british telecom i'm not convinced what it was but he was asking basically saying that our area had had this big internet upgrade recently and i um, would have seen all the pavements being dug up well the only pavement i saw dug up was the one over the road with about the electric that car lamppost, so um, being moved. So I don't know what all that was about. Uh, but basically, uh, they just wanted to come in and test our the speed of our broadband, which, to which I said, uh, no, sorry, we're quite happy with it. It's so weaselly, the way they make them out to be something that they're not, and then they sort of, you know, gradually you unearth what they're saying, and you realise that they're just basically trying to sell you something. So I don't know who he was or where he was from. I don't think it was from BT. Uh, and it was three in the morning actually because I had somebody else quoting on the phone quoting my ISP number uh, because we've been having lots of problems with our internet apparently. So anyway, so that was all whatever that was. So um, today's been a bit different because uh, I don't know, yoga. Yoga was awful, really awful. Um, so I was in two minds whether it's just to have a week off because uh, I'm still at work this week up until Christmas Eve uh, and I'm trying to get into the Christmas holiday mood which is quite difficult really especially as in oh actually it's probably going on now there's some emergency Boris government meeting before we all head back into some sort of restrictions for Christmas presumably um, so yeah so uh, I was swimming and I decided to do it and it was another different person uh, because my usual woman was away, which she said last week, and it, she was awful. She was lovely. She was really, really nice. But the sound was, A, the sound wasn't very good, and B, it was a bit like doing a spin class uh, crossed with a strictly rehearsal session. Um, I just didn't have a clue what I was doing. Uh, and the worst thing was she kept zooming up to the camera to, to look, because there was two of us on zoom she kept looming up to look at what i was up to and then having to 
you know, explain that I was doing it completely wrong and my legs and hands are all in the wrong place. That happened twice. Um, I couldn't, and so because she kept looming up, I could hear her voice getting closer and closer. So I knew she was looking, so I couldn't look at the screen to find out what I was supposed to be doing because she wasn't doing it on the map for me to try and work out and mirror what on earth I was meant to the position. So anyway, it was just, it was awful. I, she was so fast. She was like whipping from one position to the next and we were waving our arms around like seaweed at one point. I don't know what I was supposed to be doing. Um, I think she might have been quite good if I'd been in the room with her and had got used to her teaching style, which is obviously very different from my other teachers. And she was really lovely, but um, it was just... I just don't know how I got through it. At one point, I looked at the clock and it was quarter past 10. Uh, it finished at half past. And I looked at the clock again 10 minutes later and it was 16 minutes past 10. Uh, it was one of those sessions. And then she spent so long in Shavasana at the end that I just didn't know what was going on. I thought the Zoom, she went silent for ages and I thought the Zoom had frozen and all this. Oh, it was just awful. So, um, as I say, she's ever so nice and smiley and very happy and jolly. But, uh, and of course, the other online person had to tell her how marvellous they felt after it all. I thought, with somebody that enjoys the yoga class. Um, so anyway, that was all that. And then I decided not to go for a run. Uh, and we went for a walk instead, uh, which was quite nice. And I got, um, I'm looking at it now, actually. They call them, uh, they call them um, amaryllis. They're not, they're hippiastrums. There's those big, thick, stalked uh, trumpet lights flower things uh, that you see around Christmas time and I haven't had one for ages I used to have them when I was a child and I don't particularly like the red ones uh, but I've managed to get a white one actually which I'm very pleased with so um, with no care instructions on it which is really useful um, so that's I'm sitting by that looking at that it's got the little uh, buds one of their leaves poking out at the top so it's all very exciting so that the room's decorated as i think i said before we've got four advent calendars not quite sure how we managed that we've got a really spindly dreadful looking uh, tomato plant which is ruining the whole look of the room uh, and i got some yes now i do know those two people i see them quite a lot um they're always very chatty together uh then i got some little i think i mentioned i got some little red and white berry-like LED lights for the tree, which are very nice, from uh, Robert Dias. If anybody is still desperate for Christmas tree lights, I'm sure you're not. That's all decorated, and uh, none of the cards are up. There's just a big heap of cards lying on the floor. But the big news is I've got my cards posted, so that was all marvellous. I'm not quite sure how I managed that. Well, yeah, I do, actually, because I haven't had that much to do. I mean, the theatre's been getting in the way of everything as usual, but um, I managed to get my card sorted out and because I'm not buying presents for any, I think I'm just buying for one person this year. Uh, I haven't had the big present crisis, although we're doing a secret Santa at work, which um, I don't know why I do secret Santa. I don't honestly, why, why I always end up, no, the, actually that's not quite true. The school I used to work at, uh, I got the same person, got me two years running and got me a, a, a lovely scarf one year and B, a lovely decoration for the Christmas tree the next year and that's the only time I've ever had decent secret Santa presents um, they always end up going to the charity shop uh, but I've got someone I really like at work so um, I've managed to get them something I think they'll like um, yeah work's been going surprisingly um, we only did that one night closed despite the fact that half the shows in the West End seem to have closed down there's been a couple of people gone off a PCR test or been waiting for the results while we've been rehearsing all the shows been going on. I don't quite know what is meant to happen if that test comes back positive. I mean, it's just still absolute chaos. 
um, waiting to happen if somebody does get a positive result. I'm amazed I'm still negative. To I mean, I take a lateral throw every day now. Amazed I'm still negative. Of course, I had the absolute joy, uh, the joy of a tube strike on Saturday, which, as you can imagine, just made me really happy. Um, so I got, well, I was driven uh, to Finsbury Park. Uh, I was anxious and ratty, and the person I was with was not feeling very well and ratty, so that was quite a relaxed journey. Um, that Then I got onto the Victoria... Yeah, the Victoria line looked as if it was running every five minutes. Uh, Piccadilly line was down completely. There was no trains running at all. Northern line was saying 10 minutes every 10 minutes. And I didn't know whether people would be going in. What with Omicron and everything else going on? I didn't know whether people were going into town or not. Anyway, it was really busy. Um, so I, I saw there was a couple of Victoria lines coming up that was just one minute behind the other. So I waited about... 20 minutes for those to come through and then of course the times changed and instead of it being a minute between them it was then seven minutes between them so I just had to get on a busy train and I just got off two stops later because uh, I just didn't want to be on it was just too many people uh, at King's Cross and I walked from King's Cross which was nice and it's nice having a daily walk because well when I was doing a daily walk because I've realized walking for half an hour an hour is easy so whereas in the past I would have just never contemplated getting off at King's Cross and walking into the West End um, it's a half hour walk, who cares, it was quite pleasant. The one moment I um, decided to look at my phone because I was changing the music I was listening to, I uh, kept walking and looked at my phone, which I very rarely do, and lo and behold, I stood in the biggest load of dog poo imaginable. It was just someone had already walked in it and put it all over the pavement, and then I nearly fell over because I slipped on it. I was absolutely beyond angry at that point as one can imagine uh, that really cheered me up so and of course if you're in the country you can wipe your shoes on grass there's absolutely nothing to wipe your shoes on in the middle of the town um so i sort of anyway we don't need the details but anyway i got into work and um start there was a hose fortunately because there's some plant the, the little corridor outdoor sort of alleyway thing to the stage door it's really lovely it's all got christmas decorations and stuff it's nice and there's plants and in containers and fortunately there's an outdoor tap and i managed to um wash my shoe boots with the with that so it was fine so i did actually cheer up after that I was so angry i was absolutely i mean there was practically steam, steam coming out my ears by the time i got through the stage door um so that was all right and then the show's just been trotting along actually it's been all right uh darren came darren really annoyed me uh darren rang on friday late to say could he come on saturday uh, and then i say no and then he said that's basically not an acceptable answer uh, anyway it turned out i can't get cheap tickets for a saturday night or friday or saturday anyway so um i said well ring the box office and see if you can get because um, I was really stressed out because I had the tube strike journey ahead of me. The last thing I wanted is him piddling around with tickets. Um, I said, well, ring the box office and see if you can get day seats. So I checked with him the next day. Had you rung the box office? No, too busy. So I, fortunately, I did get in early. Uh, then get a message from him saying, oh, my phone's, uh, I forgot my, I forgot to charge my phone. My phone's just about to run out. I can't use it. And with one of my friends, here's their phone number. 
I was so stressed out at this point, I just left a message on his friend's phone saying, just please put your hands around Darren's neck and just keep squeezing. Uh, but anyway, it all worked out in the end and I've got him a couple of good seats actually. Day prices, uh, day seats are quite good. Oh, someone texted me. Um, he's seen it before. Darren's one of these people, I know two people like this, who they go to see something, they don't enjoy it, so they go again. Uh, to make sure they didn't enjoy it the first time and possibly even go a third time to make sure they didn't enjoy it the previous two times. I'm not, I am not exaggerating. Um, he'd seen it in when it was at the National, uh, but said he preferred it on the big stage. So that was a bit surprising. Um, and then, uh, how else did he annoy me? Oh, yes. And so last week there was also Art for Heart's Sake, which went very well. I did my little piece, which was based on a Bruegel painting called The Census of Bethlehem. So it was basically a contemporary to Bruegel uh, village scene or town scene. So 17th century. So 17th century or 16th, 17th century. Um, so with all the peasants and, well, not peasants, all the townspeople uh, going about their business, uh, children playing, you know, a huge amount of detail all over it. And in the middle of it, uh, Mary and Joseph Mary sitting on a donkey, uh, waiting in a crowd uh, for the uh, to give their names for the census, and I imagined it as an advent calendar. So I picked twenty four uh, people or, or things on the picture, and I wrote a little description for each one. So number one, number two, number three, into twenty four of them, and read it out like an advent calendar. And I was very pleased with it. Actually, it was a bit sad, um, but it, I was very pleased with it. And uh, so that was all lovely. Uh, I had to do a bit of technical work on it, which I didn't uh, manage to mess up and destroy Darren's uh, theatre company unusually. Um, one of the best things on the Art for Heart's Sake was by a professional artist, video artist, um, and uh, their piece did mention sort of half-jokingly the patriarchy at the beginning to do with uh, Father Christmas. It was a beautiful, beautiful piece she did. And uh, Darren, of course, thought it finished before it actually had finished so came in with his thank you for that and uh, the person then had to um, obviously explain they hadn't finished uh, very wittily making a comment on Darren's patriarchal uh, behaviour which I thought was highly amusing and uh, will be being brought up in the recording of Nothing to See Here, which will be tonight. I don't know when we're going to get, it'll be brought up again and again and again throughout the whole episode recording. Um, the words misogynist, patriarch are probably going to be used quite a lot. Um, he was actually very, very cut up and upset about it, uh, so don't really care. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so I don't know when the next Nothing to See Here is coming out, possibly on Boxing Day. Uh, but we're going to record it tonight. I haven't got an awful lot of time to do it, but I'm not going to get into a state. I'll just do it when I can do it. But um, that should, that's our holiday special, and then we're going to have a break for a few weeks. Uh, talking of breaks, I don't know when this will be back, because I won't be doing it next Monday, which is the day after... No, what's next Monday? It's next Monday, Boxing Day. No, next Monday is the day after Boxing Day, but I've got a show in the afternoon. And usually for a Monday, because they're squeezing every drop of blood they can out of us to get money in. Um, so I won't be able to record this next Monday, and I'll see about the week after. I might, I might have two weeks off, I'm sure. I know there'll be a lot of tears and upsetness and everything else. Um, I'm sure you'll all survive. And I'm sure a lot of you have got backlogs to catch up with over the holidays anyway. It doesn't feel very holiday-like, I have to say, at the moment. 
Um, just feels very grey outside. So um, that's been the week, really. I don't think I've got an awful lot more to say. Um, we had a rehearsal last week, which they changed the times of at least three times uh, on the morning or no, the night before. They just seem to think we're all doing nothing and just drop everything with uh, happiness and joy and go rushing in, smiling uh, whenever whenever we wanted. It really annoys me. I did have a dentist appointment as well, so that messed that up. Uh, but then they ended up cancelling anyway because I think the dentist had been in contact with someone with COVID. Um, so that's rescheduled. I do love a dentist. I used to have a witch for the dentist. I think I've mentioned her before. Uh, but the woman I've got at the moment is actually very lovely. And last time, and the, and the witch used to, um, every time I went, used to spend hours cleaning my teeth and then, um, which I absolutely hate, it just makes me cry, and then charge me an absolute fortune. Uh, the woman I went to last time said my teeth were exemplary and didn't even need a polish or clean or anything. So, oh, neighbour's back. Um, where have they been? Why are they parking there? That's not their normal place. Anyway, um, I'll wave. Uh, so that was all that. And then, so much going on. Actually, there was a flurry of excitement as I started this, but then the road's been completely quiet ever since. Oh, here they come, both of them. Let's see if she looks at me. Ooh. She's not going to. Um, then, uh, oh, I'm doing a book, reading a book, which is marvellous. Uh, I finished that science of storytelling, which I really cannot highly recommend to enough to everybody. It's an absolutely fascinating book and has genuinely really changed my uh, look on life and my own behaviour and understanding of other people, which is a very, very high recommendation. Um, now I understand how my brain works and other people's brains uh it makes you understand the world a lot better. The new book I've got is called 4,000 Weeks Time and How to Use It. Now, I I am an absolute slave to the tyranny of time. This book, which is written by Oliver Berkman, who is the, he writes a column in The Guardian, I think. Um, he's basically worked out that the more we try and manage time, the worse it gets and the unhappier we get. Uh, so basically what he's saying is we have to let go of time except that it's a man-made um, thing created basically in the Industrial Revolution for productivity purposes. Um, not let go of that completely, but to start letting go a bit and uh, try to sort of turn our thinking around. And in, in fact, it's quite bound up with the way uh, the other book, Science of Storytelling, uh, tells you the way the brain works, because the brain has its own a very narrow opinion of the world which you live by and time and the way we use time uh, we feel in a positive way when actually it's a very negative way um, it's all wrapped up anyway I'm burbling on it's really interesting so he brings together uh, ideas from philosophers and psychologists and um, spiritual leaders um, and I'm absolutely it's already it's another book that's just I know it's going to change me I can feel it already. It's just really, really fascinating. So that's 4,000 Weeks, Time and How to Use It by Oliver Berkman. And it is not long out. It's still in hardback. Um, Darren Brown likes it, actually. That's partly why I bought it, because it's got a quote by Darren Brown on the front, which is not a reason to buy a book. 
So, uh, yes, and television is just chugging on. Cowboy, Bebop, Bebop, Cowboy is still marvellous. And um, just watching loads and loads of Jane the Virgin at the moment. And um, I think that's about all, really. Um, I think I will just say, I, I mean, obviously, uh, no one knows what's going on at the moment. I hope everyone gets some sort of a Christmas. We've got a two-part, and we've got plan A and plan B. Plan A is to go away, and if we can't go away, we've got plan B into uh, action, which is basically we've got a load of food uh, in the freezer, which we're going to have as a Christmas meal if we have to be at home. Uh, clever, eh? And um, I hope everybody gets some sort of a break and not too stressed and depressed by the continuing difficulty of life. Car and um, a Merry Christmas to everybody. I'll probably be back in the new year, uh, no doubt, with lots of news or not if I'm trapped in the house. And I do wish everyone uh, a happy, peaceful, and uh, healthy as much as we can be. Time, uh, thank you for listening.